morning. <laughs> Happy. here on the happy cast as you may know or maybe not who knows <clears throat> that's terrible <laughs> redo we're going back oh. way back machine hello everybody thank you for joining us here on the happy cast the happy cast as you know is your number one source for the things that make you happy the things that bum you out and everything in between i am brian joining me is a guy who is so vain he probably thinks this intro is about him Ben. Ben. Do you have my? Do, did you take my harmonica? Yeah. Well, not. Not well. I, t- I took your sound of the harmonica. Do I get paid every uh, time you use that? Like a small fee? No. A couple cents. You get paid some of my respect. A, a, a shekel or two? No. Just, just respect. Okay. Well, that's good. You can never. And the have too intro much was respect. about me, by the way. That's true. Well, that, I mean, that's ultimately that's the same flaw with that that song. But um, yeah, that song was maybe, about the person. Yeah, oh, that's so stupid. I but was it intentional? I'm, you know, I've I've had this internal debate for years about if that song's actually really dumb or brilliant. So I'm not sure. Really dumb because it's obviously about that person. So or unless you did it about no one, and it's just like vaguely for every vain person, but that makes it for them again. Yeah, or maybe it's about no one. Yeah, okay, you're right. But maybe she realizes how ridiculous this is, right? It's like, like, oh, you're so vain. You probably think the song's about you, but I, like, deep down, I know that's ridiculous because I'm validating the fact that maybe you're not vain because I don't know. But deep down, I know that I, you're right. The song is about you, so you're not as vain as you think you are. So my song is incorrect. So it's not about you. Paradox song. <laughs> this song is a paradox. That's. That should be a better song. Your song was? No, I'm working on it. That's my no. You don't know about my my club hit from 1999. This song is a paradox. No, but I want to. I think you should play it by the, at the end of this song uh, podcast. The song? Uh, this well, our, our people have compared our podcast to uh, symphonies. So um, uh, it's the same thing. Puts people to sleep. <laughs> um. Yeah, let's, let's go on to Sponsor of the Week. This week's involuntary sponsor is Socks. Socks? Socks, the perfect gift for every occasion. You know, available at fine retailers nationwide. What if Worldwide. you live on a beach? You can find socks somewhere. Who knows? Okay, all right. Um, or maybe it's about Socks, Bill Clinton's cat. Did he have a cat named Socks? I think Did I so. make that up? He did. Okay. And Nixon had All a right. dog named Checkers. Are we just talking about presidential animals? Yeah, that's what that's what the podcast is about. <laughs> Fun presidential animals. Like people didn't know that Taft had a tarantula named Mr. Bojangles. I think he had like a hippo or no it no wait, that is Taft. Um someone had a bear. I I think I think someone Teddy, had a bear? I think Teddy Roosevelt had a bear. <laughs> a pet bear that lived in the White House? Are you, are, the lawn. Are you sure? I, 
Or Andrew Jackson might have. I think he had some crazy animals that live on the lawn. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. Just you keep going, and we will come back to this. All right. Um, it's good to be back, Ben. First recording of the year, twenty twelve, yeah. and our last. They said we wouldn't make it, and we almost didn't. That's true. We almost took a season break, but uh, yeah, we have fun things coming up. Yeah. yeah. Wink. Uh, shall we move forward to happy hour? No, no, no reason to dally. It's happy hour. And just you know, FYI, uh, apparently between the, the last podcast and now, I'm become like ninety because I said dally. I don't know who. <laughs> You've also said tickle when something made you laugh, which I don't hear people say that often. Except my grandpa. Well, I think it's awesome. Ooh. Okay. Well, uh, you're yeah. Okay. And That's you said you made a goof instead of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> None, of this None of this happened on the air. Two of them were off air, but still, you did. I went down to the Nickelodeon and uh, yeah. the channel. Was, was, was that a thing? Was the, the channel's named after uh, Nickel Theater, right? Nickelodeon. <laughs> yes. Am I? Okay, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm I sw- guessing. I, I swear, I'm not making that up. Unless I am, in which case, I'm very sorry. You're old enough Truly to remember. Deeply. You are way older than me. Hey, man, you know what they say. If you remember the 60s, you probably were watching Mad Men or something. Uh, uh, can I co-host with you? Isn't the rule like tw- divided by two plus seven is your podcast co-host age? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Like, legally, like, according to the government, um, our fine, fine government, um, you can't, like, legally you can't podcast with someone who is younger than uh, half your age plus seven, so... What's what nine nineteen is what I got. So we're we're, we're okay. square. All right, let's just we're make squared it sure. away. We are very square. We are squares. Squaresville, USA. Squaresville, USA. Speaking of squares, uh, Teddy Roosevelt had a badger pet. <laughs> was his badger pet a badger or another kind of his animal? Those Josiah- badger like? Oh no, it's uh, Josiah the badger. Did, now, did the title "The Badger" really have to be in the name? Uh, it seems implied. Well, I think it's just it's a bit redundant. To what the animal is, because just saying Josiah doesn't tell you what animal it is. Are, are, have you found some kind of some kind of paper on presidential pets? I found a cracked article on presidential. I know. Pets. Uh, yeah, the only other one I know is like current day. So who cares about current day? That's not trivial enough. Like Benjamin uh, Harrison yeah. has old whiskers. The goat. Old Whiskers, that's good. All right. Oh, Taft had a cow named Pauline Wayne. That's fun. I, but okay, but the, in my mind, these don't count unless they were they were pets that they held while in office. It's not like like uh, Abe Lincoln in his youth raised a family of barracudas. Like, no, no, oh. this cow grazed on the White House lawn. Okay, well that's fun. Yeah, these all lived at the White House, like Calvin Coolidge's. Billy the Pygmy Hippo. <laughs> All right, thanks. Yeah. I don't. I'm not, I don't even know what that is. I think it's just a tiny hippo. Uh, Woodrow Wilson, Old Ike the Ram. Nice, nice. Oh, Thomas Jefferson had grizzly bears. Multiple grizzly bears, it's, not just one. Yeah, it says bears. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh wow! You can't spell bear right. You know uh, Abraham Lincoln's ghost, who lives in the White House, actually. Has a nice uh, llama, llama farm in oh, the back. Ghost llama? Ghost llama. Ghost Lincoln, ghost llama. Go- oh, ghost llama. Uh, that's the Photoshop challenge. Ghost llama. 
And Let last but not least, ship. John Quincy Adams had an alligator or multiple alligators. And, yikes. I like to imagine them living in the bathtub in the White House. I think they did. Yeah, he put cool. them in the White House bathtub, then invited government officials to his place. Hilarity ensued when members of Congress and others asked to be excused to use the lavatory. <laughs> they all had a good chuckle. <laughs> they had a good laugh at the expense of that off. gentleman. Goodbye, genitals. <sighs> What's your happy hour? Wait, do I go first? I don't, I don't know. I'm really hung up on... I think this just validates uh, the, the, the theory that anyone who's ever become president or want to become president has to be kind of insane, right? If, uh, we're if, getting if, close. If you, if, you, if you desire that much power... Anyone in the history is like, yeah, I could, I could run the country. I could do that. It's like, okay, that's the kind of person that's going to have a, a pet grizzly bear. Like, <laughs> no, I can take, I can tame this grizzly bear. It's, oh, no, it's cool. Apparently, he got all it politicians from, are crazy. I'm sorry. He got it from I, his Lewis and Clark expedition that he sent out. I, I, I am, I'm breaking my, breaking my self-imposed avoid politics talk, and I'm very sorry. Uh, good because I was about to say something and I didn't want to say on here. And also, one other thing I was going to say would have been too offensive. So, it's my never happy, stopped you before. Uh, yeah, but there's a difference this time. <laughs> okay. okay, go ahead. My happy hour this week is Scramble with Friends on is, iPhone. Is that, it's like a, it's like a breakfast, right? You got the eggs and the bacon mixed together. There's some friends Ritz. in there. Some Ross, some Rachel, Joey. Oh, Joey's good meatball taste. Excuse me, hiccup. Not offensive. He likes meatball subs. I, uh, not because nope, he's Italian. That is offensive because he's Italian. <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, I, oh. yeah, yeah. Can we, can we, can we, can we just like spin this out, and make it as offensive as possible? It's like, uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, uh, Phoebe tastes like uh, what? What do hippies eat? It's like, oh, it tastes like eggplants. Oh. Tastes like him. <laughs> like Ross. Really, you could really taste the uh, dinosaur bones. What are, what are what are those flat potato cakes with the uh, for Latkes? the for the yeah, you can really taste that. That's... <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Anyway, anyway uh, that's Chandler, not, that's Happy Cast after Chandler. dark. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, Apologies. Scramble with friends. It is a member of the with friends game family for mobile phones and such. Oh, fun smartphones. Your smart telecommunication devices. Quite. It is not on Android yet, but it will be eventually because the last two are now. Hang, uh, Words with Friends is Scrabble. Hanging with Friends is Hangman. Scramble with Friends is... Any guesses, audience? That's right, Swap. Anne. It's Boggle. Oh, I was going to say Scrabble, but that's already covered. Okay, yeah. so Boggle. Is it, is, it, is it two players, three players? It is two. You, uh, you play back and forth. You take turns. There are three rounds. The second and third rounds, uh, randomly selected tiles will have like a double letter and double word or triple word as you go. I mean, okay. it's random, you know, for both of you together, you have the same stuff to make it fair. And there are power-ups you can use. You're limited to them, but there are three, and you can pick two at a time. One is scramble, to scramble up the whole board. Inspiration, you have like three of those in one power-up. It will give you a hint as to what oh, a randomly selected word will show you how to get it. It'll show the path for it. And more often than not, it's like, OF. I'm like, oh, I know of is a word. <laughs> and some, every now and then it'll give you like a good six or seven letter word. But uh, And then there's freeze, which freezes a timer for, I think, 30 seconds. I can't really tell because the timer stops. Oh, I'm having a lot bad. of fun, and I don't have enough people to play it with. 
Oh, no, I might download it, but anytime I start a with friends game with you, they never wrap up. Something happens. We've wrapped up the last several. Have we? Yeah, uh, I stopped playing Hanging with Friends to make room for Scramble with Friends. I haven't played that for a long time. I played the last game. We, we finished a game of Words with Friends somewhere. Did we finish? Okay. Yeah, right. we finished it. And I started chess with you once, but you never continued. I don't think I played that one. You told me you did, so I started a game with you, and then you never played back. I apologize. Now I hate you. I haven't played chess in years. Now's the time to start. Actually, yeah, yeah, I should beat get back in. 22 days ago. Oh, wait, that's your name. Oops. That is my name. <laughs> I'll bleep that out when I get there. I beat Brian. Happy cat. <laughs> oh, yes. That's better. I'll just put that in over it. Yeah, I was just kind of reading it. That's a really cool looking board we did. You can't you can't tell people my real name. I'm like Rumpelstiltskin. I was about to say, turn straw to gold. Wait, that's that was never mind. Uh, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. I need more people to play with. Currently, I'm playing with uh, Anna in Indiana. Hello, if you hear this, Anna in Indiana, Indiana Anna. Wait, aren't you, uh, Ileana now? I don't know. You're not even hearing this anyway. I'm probably uh, I'm playing with Robbo. I remember. Robbo. Oh yeah, Robbo. Yeah, I play. Scrabble game with him. Good old Robbo. And I uh, play with... That's about... Oh, I play with Wheeze! Oh, really? How's... Yeah, that's good. Wheeze, how's yeah. She? She's doing great, I think. I don't know. We don't talk about that. She just asked, how are you so good? <laughs> and then later, seriously, how are you so good? I forgot to respond. <laughs> she thought she thought you were playing close to the vest. Like, <laughs> no. I'm not telling you my secrets. I explained my I whole just... strategy. <laughs> I know all the two-letter words. But get it? Oh, I do know. Q-I, like, oh, X-I, A-E. Is that yeah, one? Yeah, A-E, A-A, O-I-Z-Z. No, Z-A, I mean. <laughs> Z-Z top. B-R-R-S-H-H. M-M. Weird. Sorry. Weird stuff. Q-A-I-D. Q-A-T. Q-A-T. It's my favorite. Q-A-T. Uh. My favorite on Words with Friends is when you have like a triple letter word there and there's an I on either side of it. So you can put a Q right there and get QI and QI. And that triple letter counts both directions of your I. Oh, nice. So you get like a ton of points. That's like 60 points for the Q itself. And I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, you're uh, nerding, nerding out about word games. Oh, but yeah, people who have things that can do stuff. Download Scramble with Friends and play me. My name's Molten Panther. Okay, sure. I'll download that. Uh, and here, I'll put my name out. Uh, add Geeky Chess Guy to some uh, at Scramble. Brian, cast. Scramble with Friends. I play, I play the Hangman and the Boggle and the Scrabble. I don't play the Hangman much because like the stra- I had a strategy at first, but then it went away. So... What, what happened to the strategy? Why did the strategy leave? Well, it got less fun because you'd think the easiest way to do it would to make bit would be to ah, would be to make big words, but big words make them easier to guess words because there are fewer options. So the the big strategy is to do like cat because it would take forever to figure it out because there's so many different things that could go on either side of that if they get one letter of it, and then it just doesn't well, get fun anymore. Well, it has to be at least um, at least four letters along. But... Right, then like boat. I would do like boat, and then people would figure out O A T, and then you'd have like okay, boat, coat, and then just have a bunch of different things. Goat, exactly. And mm. so it stopped being fun. So I just play uh, words with friends and scramble with friends. 
Okay. You can be honest. Somebody beat you at hanging with friends, and then you deleted it in a outrage. No. no. People beat me at words and hanging. Not in uh, Scramble. Anna in Indiana usually kicks my butt in Scramble. Yeah, I played uh, Scrabble with her a couple of times. She's, She's really good. good. She's, She's good. Really good. And our, oh, our our Words of Friends games just look really cool. Oh, just like a block of letters. Yeah, yeah. I stop going for points when it gets to that. I just try to see if I could somehow layer it more than it already is. Yeah, it's like uh, collaborating on a work of art. It, it's so cool. I've seen like your game with my sister, and she's all sad because you're layering. <laughs> she's like you. Gosh. And, like both of you do that. She's she not a fan of the layering technique? It's a valid Almost technique. no one is, but I love it because it makes – generally it's harder for the other player to play because they're not used to having to do that. And so they hate it. But I love it because – well, because they hate it and because it looks really <laughs> cool. It does look cool and it's fun. It's, it is fun and I learn weird words like A-N-I and A-H-I. Hmm. Yeah, but oh, yeah, that's about it. Sorry, I'm really nerding out about <laughs> Scrabble and Boggle. Oh, yeah. Word, word nerd. Yeah. Nerd heard word. That's, word. Cool. that's, that's cool, though. Uh, time for my happy hour pick? Yes. <clears throat> it's happy hour again. My happy hour pick this week is uh, tea. I like tea. The letter drink. T? Mr. Yeah, T? No, the, Mr. T is cool. Uh, the letter T is useful. But the beverage tea is by far my favorite. Ah, what is your favorite be- the type of tea? Iced, sweet? Oh, yeah, well, long, those are very standard. Bubble? Those are like, those are, I haven't had any bubble tea. Those are very standard kind of like southern staples, like the iced tea, the southern style sweet tea, whatever. I, I've, I've been on a bit of a, a tea cake lately, though, uh, trying some uh, green, green teas. Um, Photoshop challenge, uh, a tea cake. A tea kick. Uh, chamomile is pretty good tea. Oh. Uh, well, I, I want to pick up some Earl Grey. I saw it at the store. I'll have to get it sometime. Yeah, another but, reason, uh, if you were here, I would be drinking that tea. I mean, I would share the tea. You would drink all my tea? Is that? <laughs> that seem... If you were here, I would drink all of your tea. <laughs> I would share some of the giant cake we had. But you no longer have. Well, you don't have tea right now. I don't want any of that cake you used to have well i'm not going to let you have it now but i'm sure it'll be giant cake again in the future eventual giant cake is not worth the financial plus every time we go to my grandparents house we get food to bring back like brownies or these cookies with chocolate oh that that just sounds that sounds lovely yes eat free desserts every time another yet another reason i would i would pay for half the tea here, here's my problem with tea. Uh-oh. I'm an I'm an inexperienced tea drinker. I don't know. You know, you got the tea, you boil the water, you put the bag in. How long do I seep the tea? Is that even the proper terminology? Do you, is it called seeping? I thought I thought there would be a string attached to it to make it easier, but there's not one. Do I use a spoon? Is that I, what teaspoons are for? I thought like you you throw the thing in there and then like let it boil with the flavor and then like you can scoop it out or something. Okay, well, I've been okay, I've been boiling water and then pouring it into a mug, and then uh, seeping the tea in the mug. Is that is that a waste? Am I using? Is that too much? Is that too much tea for a, a cup? I don't. I don't know. I think you could. I think you're supposed to like when you make it. I think you put the tea bag like in there with the boiling water or something like that. Hmm. I don't know. Should I get a teapot specifically for making tea? 
Uh, are you using like a, a pot of water? I'm just, yeah, I'm just using a normal pot. How are you getting water. that into the cup? I pour it into the cup from a after pot? I boil it. Yeah. The pot's around. It's not difficult to pour them. They don't have spouts. Sideways. You don't need a spout. Spouts are those are just uh, visual. They're just there to be visually pleasing. They no, don't have the, a practical function. The water has to kind of know something spout-like. To, it's like a, the spout works as a funnel. If you're, if you're doing it right, if you're, if you're good enough at pouring water, you don't need the funnel. But pots of water can get heavy with one arm pouring into a tiny mug. But you see, I'm, I'm, I'm preparing a cup of tea at a time. I'm boiling very little water. Uh, so it's small water? And it doesn't take very it doesn't take very long to boil very little water. That's uh, true. Maybe you need to have more water because I'm pretty sure the bags are meant for like multiple cups of tea for people. Do I uh, do, what do I add to the tea? Do I put sugar in the tea? Uh, that's do depending I put, on taste. Do I put cream in the tea? Some kind of milk or something? Better, so they have to add stuff to it. I mean, I I tried putting sugar in, it, but that just made it kind of gross. I, I like my like, teaspoons of sugar. So with ice. No, that, that's on the rocks. That's no ice. Okay, yeah, sorry. I like my neat. Nothing, though. <laughs> just I don't know. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just floating this idea out there. If any of our listeners happen to be experienced tea drinkers... Neil. And would like... No, that's... <laughs> All right. that, UK, might, that might be offensive. UK? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe. Well, don't you have, like, I, like, instead of smoke breaks, you have, like, tea time set aside? I, I'm, I don't know if this is offensive or not. That's what I learned in this Alice in Wonderland. Okay, well, that was pretty much a documentary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you all have talking cats and, like, caterpillars smoking <laughs> hookahs. If, if, if anyone would like to send in some tea pro tips, I would greatly appreciate it. Yes. And don't forget to Photoshop a tea kick with the ghost llamas at the White House. On, uh, you know, like, how to prepare it, what types of tea should I be into? I don't know. I'm open to suggestions. Megan likes the basic, uh, I think she gets unsweet tea and sweetens it with fa- fake sweetener or whatever. Like a Splenda? I think so. And I know uh, Grand like Aspartame. Ma- she doesn't like Splenda. She likes the pink one. Sweet and low. That one. Yeah, sweet and low. <laughs> I know it's the pink one. Uh, Grand, well, she makes iced tea. That's I think it's unsweet, so you can add the sweet if you want to or something. I don't know. And I like just regular hot tea boiled out of a kettle because I've had people make it for me before and I liked it. Bubble tea was weird because I wasn't expecting like solids. In my drink, I didn't. Okay, I don't know what bubble tea is. That think, doesn't sound pleasant. Well, it's not like like chunks floating around. Like, uh, no, just just uh, <laughs> like, like uh, macaroni, just pieces of macaroni floating in oh, your tea. God. Whatever, that's Ugh. cool. We boiled the macaroni in the tea. No, I think it's like tiny tapioca balls at the bottom. Uh, it actually tastes kind of good. I didn't think I would like. Pleasing. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Until I actually tried it, like it was just not that bad. Um. I've had just like yeah, I've had sleepy time and like green, and I think I've had Earl Grey. I didn't like black; that was too bitter. But yeah, I don't know how they made it. I think they made it on a hot plate with a kettle. Hmm. Okay. I don't think we're just allowed to have hot plates in our dorm rooms. Whatever. I like tea too, and so we could have tea parties. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna invite. Uh... I was, gonna try, I was trying to think of some Alice in, Alice in Wonderland characters, but I can't. Mad Hatter, uh, the, our chair, the, White the, Rabbit, the cat, the cat, the cat, uh, cat. 
the cat. I'm just keep saying the cat until you tell me his name. The Cheshire yeah. cat. That's it. Jeff. Jeff the cat. He doesn't have a name other than the Cheshire cat. Cheshire cat. That, yeah, that's his name. The the white rabbit. Can the white rabbit show up? Oh, I know he'd be late. Oh, you're right. Jeff the Cheshire cat. He's, his name was G E O F F. He, he, I, yeah, I realized earlier today that uh, if I ever forget someone's name, I, I knew their name, but forget it. For some reason, in my mind, they default to being Jeff. My uncle's name Jeff. Oh, well, it's good. Not with a G. Oh, well, that's okay then. He he is a graphic designer for making tickets for things. Like he's currently making tickets for the London Olympics. Oh wow, that he sounds like the design the picture that goes on those. Well, that sounds like the like the like the biggest ticket making thing there could be, right? That's like oh, the yeah <laughs> Super Bowl of ticket making. I, I I don't know if they're making the, the Super Bowl, but I know they've made some Super Bowls. No, oh, they do I all mean... like local events, far away events, like concerts in different places. I'm sure they've made some that maybe one you've been to, a Weird Al one maybe. There was, I mean, but there wasn't much. It didn't seem like there was much design on this ticket I had. It was just like black text on a white ticket stub. Oh, like, mine looked a little out. prettier than that when I got mine. So it probably wasn't them then. Okay, so he like any any kind of ticket. It's like, oh yeah, here's my resume. I've done. I made tickets for the '97 World Series. I made tickets for the local high school production of Alice in Wonderland. Well, the, probably I not did that tickets. Is, maybe I did tickets for uh, Depeche Mode's last show. Maybe. That the, that's the name of a band, right? Are they still around? Yeah, it, I know. I know it, Rochelle, it was, yeah. Rochelle has a shirt of it in Left 4 Dead 2. Okay. All right. But yeah, Good. so that's our happy hour. Should we move on to Bumper Patrol? Yeah, uh, I guess. If we have to. Oh, man! Hey, uh, hey Ben. Uh, what's what's your bummer patrol? Oh, I'm sad this time because I have to look up what I'm sad about. I'm going to keep talking about being sad. Oh, I'm sad that our windows are open. Um, uh, I, I was going to make some kind of stupid computer operating system. That's joke, why I said, That's why I didn't just say my bummer patrol is Windows. I do not like how Windows 8 looks, though. You don't like the way Windows 8 looks? Windows 8 looks I'm, weird. I'm okay with it. I, 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 was, I was good with XP, didn't care for Vista, and uh, you know, 8, I'm, you know, I'm okay with. Well, I'm, I'm used to 7. That's the one I'm using right now. 8 looks like, like the Xbox dashboard as your background on the computer. Wait, did you say Windows 7? No, 7 is the one that I have right now. Okay, so when, okay, did it go XP Vista seven eight? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if seven was this. I you know, no seven after Vista. I'm, I don't. I don't know anything about this. Stuff. I don't know much, but I know seven. I I don't. I, I like seven. Eight. I do not like what eight looks like. I saw a picture. I think uh, Chris posted one that Chris oh, you know. Is eight not out yet? I I don't think it's out yet. I think it's just like okay. their beta stuff with it. It okay, looks then like I have the it, Xbox I, dashboard with like the big squares I, for everything. Yeah, I've not seen eight. Then I'm fond of seven. Oh, fine. I really, really don't like eight. I'm gonna keep seven yeah, forever. I don't, I don't like the way they're. Yeah, they they seem to be uh, unifying uh, Microsoft. Every Microsoft product is kind of unifying 
uh, with this um, this design, which originated on Zune, and everyone knows I'm the biggest fan of that brand. But it, it oh, that it, it sank, it went under, and they're like, well, let's take this visual style and apply it to all of our products. That oh. couldn't. That couldn't be bad. I, I don't mind it on Xbox since I have a Kinect and I can just yell at the TV and it makes it go through pretty easily. It does not look good on the, uh, on the computer. I don't like it. It looks more messed up. That's yeah, not my bumper patrol, though. <laughs> what? I thought it was. Not Windows 8. My bumper patrol is the things that happen when our windows are open. We open them up because okay. it's cold outside. And uh, our electric bill goes way down when it's cold because we just open the windows and our, the only electricity we use is like the computer and the TV and the Xbox, basically. And the, and the Xbox, which you leave on 24-7 not all the recently. time. Actually, not recently. I haven't played much on it. Actually, oh, can I uh, just – I don't want to sidetrack you too, too much. You used to leave your Xbox on all the time. Yes. Do you, do you think the like the 24-hour – uh, usage of the Xbox always being on. Do you think that contributed to the DVD drive failing? It's like, I, ah, it's, I, I overworked it. Well, it wasn't reading. Uh, mine lasted way longer than pretty much anyone else's that I know. So I think mine just died of old age. They do that. You know, the average lifespan of an Xbox is like two years, three years. I had mine since 2008, uh, about, about th- three ish years, but. Longer than most people I know who, like you, I got like four of them. And I think my uh, one of my Kyle friends got like a bunch of them. Well, I think I'm on three. But to be fair, um, the last one, was it still worked. It was just uh, had a really loud fan. And, I, I you know, it, it, uh, it got rabies and I had to take it out back and put it out. Oh, so no. <laughs> anyway. Uh... It's, 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 in the, it's in the big best buy in the sky now. Don't worry about it. Oh. But our windows are open because it lets the air in. And we figured out that if we close the bedroom door, like it just stays pretty cool. But if we want it to cool down, we just open the bedroom door and wind goes through and cools it down. Like it really just like physics-based air conditioner. So, um, well, we haven't been using our bedroom at all because we got a new rug. It's super comfy and we sleep on it now. I think I mentioned that before. I think you did. We have a bunch of blankets laid, on, laid down here though and it's it's really comfy. And it's almost like a nest around us because like, there's a couch and the sofa and then the, we have like all the pillows in the whole apartment are surrounding us. So it's just super comfy ground now. But um, so we went in the bedroom. to Well, we had to go in there to get clothes because we're not moving our closets out here. And it smelled of smoke, not like something's on fire smoke, but someone's been smoking outside smoke. Oh, some kind of tobacco smoke. Is that what you're saying? Yes. And I know neither of us were smoking in there. So it must have drifted up through the window, which kind of sucks. I don't like it. And also, we live we live far enough from the highway where we don't really hear it. It's not like always hearing cars drive by. But whenever there is any kind of accident anywhere in town or fires or something with police... They always take the highway, and we can always hear the sirens. And so, like, there's one that sounds like a Pac-Man. <laughs> it's like, it's like you're pretending that like Pac-Man is going down the highway or something. But we can all, you can always tell, and we always smell the smoke. Or if someone's cooking like stir fry. Well, that sounds kind of pleasant. Uh, if if oh, you like so stir, fry, stir fry, it is. I do. Well, and it's not I, if, I just... if you're cooking something else, and the smells mix. 
I, I just I just got a kick out of you saying a Pac-Man like it's its own species. <laughs> well, there's a Mrs. I... Uh, but um, the Pac the Pac-Man and people there's in a Pac-Man our... Junior. Yep, there is. See, I think okay. it's a race. But is it is the race called the Pac-Mans? Well, I, I'm sure someone's last name in the world has to be human. So he just happens to be Mr. Pac-Man, a Pac-Man. It's probably like a Mr. Smith, who is also a Pac-Man. Hmm. Okay, all right, fine. Because if it's you Mrs. Pac-Man, that has to be his last name, or his name is Pac-Man Pac-Man. So he's no. probably like, you know, Jeff Pac-Man. Not Mr. Pac-Man. Mr. Mr. Pac-Man's my father. <laughs> oh. Call me Jeff. <laughs> this has got to a weird place. <laughs> but doesn't doesn't it always though eventually at some point? Yep, yeah, Photoshop Mr. Pacman and his family on vacation at at uh, the White House with the ghost something with the ghost yeah. llamas, Lincoln's ghost llamas, and the tea kick and the tea kick. But our parking lot is loud sometimes because people are. They think like, oh, we're outside. We can be as loud as we want now. Even though we are still like right next to the apartments, mm. really annoying. Uh, some people like to just sit outside and have their cars idling for literally hours. That doesn't sound safe. No, I don't know why. Or eco friendly. Sometimes, sometimes we'll hear like super loud music. Someone's just sitting in their car, playing really loud music with the doors closed that we could still hear from up here in our apartment. So they're just sitting in the car, music blaring, enjoying it. Yeah, and idling, and it was uh, yeah, just idling. And uh, last time I remember, it was like screamer heavy metal stuff. Mm. Not fun to hear from up here. Uh, we've heard arguments and fights. That one's kind of fun, but uh, whoa! Did Danny Pudi have a second kid? Yeah, he did. Congratulations, Danny Pudi. <laughs> Congratulations. Also, Jim Rash on his Oscar nomination. Yes, this, this is for Greendale One Hundred One. Oh, you're right. We, we need to update that sometime with. Stuff like that, but uh, but um, I watched that episode of How I Met Your Mother with but um, uh, someone has a like I think a RC car they like to drive around a lot in the parking lot, and that's why I thought it sounded like a robot because I heard that and someone's working on the truck at the same time, so I heard a bunch of clank clank clank. Uh, whenever a tow truck comes to tow away someone who's parked in a guest spot. Who isn't supposed to be there? That's super loud. Just oh my Wait, god! People get towed towed for being in the guest spot. How are they? How how's it verified if they are a, a, a true guest or not? How do you know? Uh, well, first you, you uh, the landlord knows if it's someone's actual car, like someone who lives here, or if it's been yes. in that spot for like four days. Then that's I mean you can't just keep a guest car there. You're supposed to park behind someone who lives there if you do that. Um, or if if it's someone who isn't supposed to park where they are parks in someone's like assigned spot, they get towed pretty fast too. And that's just loud. You guys have assigned parking? Uh, yes, because otherwise we would never find a place to park. Our neighbors, for some reason, like we're all supposed to park behind each other. If you live in the same apartment, you park because it's it's, it's long enough for two people. And um, they are the only people who don't. We got in trouble for – not real trouble, but 
He told us not to when we did it for a while, parked next to each other. They do it all the time. They don't ever get in trouble. So I'm not pleased because they're parking in guest spot. But whatever. I'm sorry. <laughs> the windows being open, having to smell cigarette smoke whenever someone's smoking outside. Or hearing loud noises whenever people are being super loud outside, yelling at each other or something. Oh, the barking dog! Oh, one neighbor has a dog and they just let it outside all the time and all it ever does is bark and bark. There's nothing to bark at. It's so loud. I think there was one day in the last month or so when it sounded like uh, a soundboard outside. Because I heard just like a horn so honk. much going on. Well, I heard like a horn honking and then right after that a dog started barking and then after that like a baby started crying. It's like you're on a morning radio show. If they were all at the same time, it would have been. I'm sorry. I've all right. What's your bummer patrol, Brian? Mm. Well, uh, well, Ben, let me take you on a journey here. Um, Should I close my eyes and imagine? Yeah, close your eyes and imagine this, if you will. Paint a word. You picture. are. You're you, okay. You're 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 at work. Right. You, you go to you're, you're on your lunch break. You leave work for your lunch. Go to go to the local sandwich shop. I don't know if it's Subway or Quiznos or uh, Lenny's Sub Shop. What's that? Or uh, it's a local chain. Oh, probably not that one for oh, me then. Or uh, Maximilian Sandwich Company. Oh, I love Maximilian sandwiches. They're good. They're really good. But um, you get your you get your turkey and Swiss, and it's good. No mayo. Just a a little bit of mustard of the, uh, well, of the yellow okay. mustard. Can I, can I throw away the sandwich because someone messed up my order? No, no, you can take the sandwich with you. It's like okay, you have your sandwich and you leave. It's like oh, I'll just I'll stop I'll stop by the the store and get get some water because uh, you know it's important to drink water, stay hydrated. You know, especially during a work day. You you go you look at the you look at the you look at the the cooler with the water in it, and you see three shelves with three identical bottles. The only the only difference the only difference. Is the, is what the one word on the label? The first one says purified water. Okay, purified. That sounds fine. Mm-hmm. The the second one says spring water. Like, well, that might be okay. The third one says drinking water. <laughs> Which of these waters are you supposed to buy, Ben? You just oh. want some water with your lunch. What is the difference? The cheapest one. They're all the same price. Oh, <laughs> just grab a random one off the shelf. Uh, that kind of thing's always stupid because. I already know that, uh, almost all the time, bottled water is, like, no different from tap water. They'll add, like, one mineral in there or something so they can count it. They just bottle it and sell it. It's like, what's a bit... I... Then why why label them all differently? Like, what I what are the subtle differences? When did water get so complicated? It's, like, it's oh, because they get more has... sales. Some people will respond better. Yeah, but some people will be like, oh, I prefer purified water over spring water. And that's mostly in your head. But uh, that way, if they don't have like spring, but another brand has spring, they're going to go by spring water and not that one. So if they have all three people like, like, oh, purified, I better get some of that. Like uh, this one has uh, this one has uh, fluoride. Like oh, (laughs) oh, but that one that one's carbon filtered. Oh, what does that matter? I don't know. It's just water. Either way, it's going to be better for you than like most other drinks, whether it's purified drinking or whatever, or spring. So I ended up drinking 24 cans of Dr. Pepper. That is a better decision 
in some ways. No. No, I, I went with the drinking water. Ah, drinking water. The, the logic behind it was I was going to drink this water. And then, ah, uh, you weren't going to jump around with it? I, I wasn't going to water my plants with it or uh, cook with it. So I thought, drinking water, that might be the way to go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, that makes sense. That I, okay, is stupid. I, I feel I feel like I feel like the um like w- without any pre-planning, I think I feel like the theme of the show so far has been me not understanding beverages. <laughs> I go, oh, I don't know what's what about tea? What kind of water should I boil my tea? Should I boil the drinking purified. water, the purified water? <laughs> oh god. Anyway, uh my bummer patrol is Water. It's water. Yes. yes. My, <laughs> my hugs and water. water. I'm. I'm very, truly, deeply sorry to Edward James Almost, my close personal friend on Twitter. Lies. But... <laughs> Next week, I'm going to be bummed about the wheel. <laughs> I look forward to that. Like on the like on the iPod. No, no. It's just the wheel in general. Why would someone invent a wheel? It's practical, but... It only causes accidents on the road. You're right. Okay. I'm on board. See? <laughs> okay. Go with our theme. So, overall theme. But, overall theme? Our theme about overalls. I don't have any denim overalls. I might have some corduroy overalls. Do they make those? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. If you moved here, uh, you could get overalls. <laughs> oh. Everyone knows that Arkansas is the world headquarters for overall production. So, uh, uh, not quite a fact. Anyway, what the most we... overall overalls produced? Uh, overall. Over... <laughs> oh, boo! Oh, and some overalls. Photoshop challenge. <laughs> a family of Pac-Men wearing overalls. Yes, yes. Uh, so, what is our next segment? It's, uh, are we being scared? (laughs) I I rolled over and laid on something accidentally. Oh, okay. Hmm. I'm curious about your podcasting stance. Um, okay. Laying in the floor currently. Okay, alright. Um, uh, it's a segment, it's a returning segment called Remember When? So, Ben. Yes, Brian. Do you remember the time I wrote a best-selling children's, a best-selling children's book? No. Was I supposed no. to? No, no. Allow me to. I thought that was the premise of the segment. I might be wrong. <laughs> well, how am I supposed to remember when? I wasn't around. I, I, thought, I thought the key was that we have to say remember when. Oh, I totally remember that, Brian. Oh, well, then I don't have to tell you about it, Ben. <laughs> Your turn. You should tell it to them. They don't know. Okay, uh, let me take you on a journey yet again, a mind journey. Ooh. I don't know. I'm saying things. I'm Not to close my eyes tired. again? I'm very tired, Ben. Uh, yeah, just, you know, just to be safe, keep your eyes closed for the remainder of the podcast. How am I supposed to hit the bumper music stuff? Just, just tell me and I'll play it for you. Ah, uh, okay. All right, eyes are closed. Okay. Uh, so let's, let's go back. Let's flash back. Um, my freshman year in high school, it was, uh, uh, oh, what's, what's going on? Is there a fight? Is something going on outside? It started playing and it wasn't supposed to. So. Oh, okay. All right, apparently the Lost Hatch is in Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Really? 
Apparently. Oh, I, I need that game to see the Lost Hatch. I can't tell. I think it's a multiplayer map. I can't tell. Anyway, sorry. That is really cool. You know the Frozen Donkey Wheel is in Singularity. Oh, hey, there it is. Yeah, that is it. Is it total? Does it have like the hatch with the light coming out? Uh, the light is not coming out, but you can see it. You can hop over there does, and it's in the does ground. Does it have the windows? Has uh, it been? The numbers they, are on okay. top of it. The numbers are on it? Oh. Not where they should be. They're just like printed on the top of it. Bravo. Bravo. All right, yeah. So Loss is awesome. I no longer hate that game. Fun fact. I didn't hate it before. I think I still do. I think I'm morally opposed to it. I don't remember why. Um, Because you kill a kid? Or a kid blows up, you don't kill him. Whoa, does that happen? Yeah. Wow, that's really dark and messed up. Well, you don't kill it. The kid, you just see the kid get exploded. Uh, uh. Remember the time I wrote a best-selling children's book, Ben? Of course I do. But our list don't. It was my freshman year in high school. It was toward the end of the semester, and the upperclassmen were taking some kind of standardized test, and we weren't supposed to be there. It was 1974. It was 1974. You can buy sandwiches for a nickel from the vendors on the street corner. Um, Ooh. <clears throat> anyway, we weren't supposed to be there. I had to go anyway. It's half day. I don't remember because I, I didn't drive. Maybe that was it. Anyway, and then uh, we were being punished for showing up. I was Aww. in my um, American Lit class, and it's like, well, you're not supposed to be here. Half the class is missing, so instead of work, I'm going to make you guys watch Edward Scissorhands. It's like, well, all right, that's, that's fair enough, not I awful. guess. I wish I, you know, you know, this was 1974, so I didn't have an iPhone at the time, but that could have really helped kill time. It would have. You're older than I remember you being, unless you time traveled. Oh yeah. Well, that we, we're not going to re- reveal my like the time travel behind my crazy timeline until season five. That's the Ooh, oops. <laughs> don't don't ruin it. Yeah. But then I, I don't I, doubt. And then and then and then I guess after we watch the movie to kill more time and to somehow somehow to have a teaching moment uh, about adaptation, uh, we were told like, well, okay, well, you know. A lot, a lot of times, you know, works of literature are adapted into other things, uh, you know, film or um, comics or radio shows or what have you. And it's, there's, a, there's a certain art for, form to taking one thing and turning it into another uh, form of, of uh, using it in another medium. It's like, so I want you to, you guys to uh, take the movie you just watched and then turn that into a children's book, a children's picture book. Um, you know, you'll have to illustrate it and write it, and it'll take up the rest of the day, and then you'll go home. And then How I long can... was this class? It, well, usually it was only like an hour and a half, but since there was standardized testing, it was like a like a four-hour chunk. Okay, I was wondering how you watched the movie and did a project. No, we were we were stuck in this room. It was it was really miserable. Wow. And I I, I was I was I was kind of annoyed at the uh, circumstances. Like why why am I why do we have to do this? Why am I here? This is this this doesn't feel like a high school thing, right? It shouldn't be. I've only I have very limited experience in high school because I was only a freshman, but didn't seem yeah what I was looking for. Anyway, so uh, the lady was walking around. Like, okay, guys, where, where are you at? It's like, oh, um, I'm on this new page. The you know the, the scene where Edward kills that guy. I don't really know oh. how to. Uh, I, I'm, I'm struggling, you know, taking that and making it child friendly. That's weirdly dark. Like, yeah. uh, what should should I do? I write Edward accidentally but brutally murdered a guy with his <laughs> scissor hands. She's like, no, uh, 
no, no, that, that, uh, no. That, Did she just think you were good. dumb? <laughs> yeah, no, I, you know, I, 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 you know, no, yeah, I guess she did not see any, any humor or the fact that I was kind of annoyed at the situation. Like, no, don't, no, that seems a little, a little rough. Don't, you know, you have to, you know, maybe soften it up a bit. It's like, oh, oh, you mean like, uh, Edward made Jim's heart say, ouch. She's like, Aww. oh yeah, that's, that's fine. That's good. And uh, so I did that. I, I wrote. I wrote. Edward made Jim's heart say "ouch." I drew a heart with arms and legs with a speech bubble and wrote the word "ouch." Oh, like, right, there we go. That's was, that page. Was it wearing overalls? No, unfortunately. But it not. should be in our Photoshop challenge. I don't, I don't. I don't know if it should be. A heart saying "ouch," maybe with overalls. Anyway, and then I finished the thing, and uh, the very last page was like, also, sometimes Edward makes it snow by cutting ice. <laughs> the end. The end. She just tagged it on at the end. Yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> oh, like, like, by the way, this other thing happened. Oh. Where is it? Do you still have it? Yeah, it's somewhere. It's somewhere around here. I don't know. I don't keep up with things like you that. You should take a picture but of I, it. I didn't throw it away. Um... Yeah, and I, I got I got an A plus. So wow, she's giving it out to everyone, or is it A for effort? I I guess I, maybe you know, I I feel like maybe she felt bad. It's like oh, you tried so hard. But I was like no, <laughs> I kind of didn't. She thought you were really dumb. I guess I guess like, oh, yeah. it was better like, it was than like, before. So. It, it, it was like a it was like a pity A plus. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> Yeah, hey, but yeah, you know, we we got over it. And once we actually did real uh, uh, American literature stuff later on, I I actually grew really like that teacher quite a bit. She was one of my favorite teachers. But oh, cool! That was a, that was a rough start. That was not the that's not really how I wanted to start that class. My favorite teacher had a song about different slang words for diarrhea, but he's way cooler than that sound. <laughs> yeah, that did that. <laughs> yeah, that's that not why kind of... he was my favorite. <laughs> that kind of made me question both his character and yours. No, no, uh, f- I forgot why, but no, he was my—he was my best teacher too. I learned way more under him than most other teachers. Your Latin teacher, right, Mister Latin guy? Oh, this is my biology teacher. My Latin Mr. teacher. We listened to Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin while we did our homework in class and during and test. He's and now he's on your Xbox friends list. Yes, because he is cool. Last I heard, he was disappointed in me, but I don't know if he was joking and my sister – it didn't translate through text for my sister or not or what. Mm. I don't know. Um, so, Brian, do you remember when I went to my grandparents' 50th anniversary party? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was uh, Saturday, right? It, oh, wait. Was it? Oh, it was Sunday. Oh, you well, then I don't. Please. Memory, Brian. Oh, yeah. Please. Please refresh me on – this 50th anniversary, but congratulations to them, by the way. That's uh, quite quite an accomplishment. Indeed. If I, if I if I if I live 50 years, I'll consider myself being incredibly lucky. If you lived here, we would call the police if we found you dying. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very comforting at all. What? Why would I be dying? Why would you call the police and not an ambulance? Well, 911 is... would reach all of them. Uh-huh. If you were, well, I was imagining like you got like shot or something. So, not by me, of course. Oh, of course not. It's by one of the booby traps I leave around the apartment. And if it was you, why would you call the police unless you wanted them to suspect anyone else? I'd wait until you were almost gone and then call the police, so it'd be too late. 
I'm really nervous. I feel like you've thought this out a little too. No, it, it would just be from the booby traps to prevent thieves from coming in. You know, trip wires and shotguns. You got to be really careful around here. Oh yeah, the um, the the cans of paint you have tied up the staircase. You basically you just stole all the things from Home Alone. I'm not Macaulay Culkin. No, there are people who have actually done the gun thing. I remember like they were disarming this house that was full of them. They like. They were shotguns, just chained different things around the house, like moving a box in the basement or something, grabbing a beer from the fridge. And he, like, had a list of, like, I think 13 different riddles to remind himself where they were. He killed himself accidentally because he forgot. But um, they found 12 of the 13 traps. They never found the 13th one. They're hoping he just hadn't put it in yet. But that's not what I'm talking about. Or maybe it was to throw people off. Like, well, we haven't found the 13th one. We probably shouldn't mess around in this house. Oh, I think they eventually just gave it the all clear. So I guess it's fine now. Uh, but no. Um, but um, 50th anniversary. Uh, we showed up the time we were supposed to. Uh, got name tags. I didn't know we had to, we were supposed to put our last name. So I wrote Ben. And then I realized that I wrote it too far to the left and didn't want to write my last name yet. So I just drew the Happy Cast logo. Ah. Well, it um, seemed cool for a minute, but if people don't know... No one it's asked. confusing. <laughs> like, oh, Ben, what's this little uh, a colon with a half bracket and a colon? <laughs> like, oh, it's just the symbol of my cult. <laughs> I was going to make a cult joke. Oh, oh, wow. Good job. Oh, see... That's exactly why I would call the ambulance if you were dying. Would your roommates now do that? Um, no, they would not. <laughs> see, see. They would. They would throw me in the car and personally drive me to the hospital. Well, I don't want to get blood in the car. You're not supposed to do that. It's unsafe to move an injured person. I was in Boy Scouts. Oh, did you I... make Eagle Scout? Uh, no, because I quit because I didn't like it anymore there at the new okay. troop. Wasn't fun anymore. Also, one kid was creepy and I told about, I think I told that story before. Yeah. Okay. You did tell a creepy <sighs> boy scout story. Yeah. That was somewhere. Him. I told a couple, some one with the compulsive liar and one with the creepy guy who would like call me tiger. Mm. The other stuff too, but it was too creepy. So I'm not going to go over that right now. Well, that that's probably for, a good move. That's for out. happy cast after dark. Joking about this, you do too. It'll ever be real. <laughs> you do too. Well, we have to find a separate audience for After Dark. You know, we usually record After Dark, but whatever. Yeah, we we record at night anyway. It's like nine thirty. No, it's eight thirty yeah. here. Uh, yeah. Um, so there was cake and a slideshow of like them throughout the years and. Like it, like in chronological order of their lives, to like one of my uncles would show up, then like it was my mom in some of the pictures, and I was in there eventually, which was cool because I'm the oldest grandchild, so I was still in a lot of it. And there were like songs like uh, "What a Wonderful World" and that Hawaiian guy singing with a ukulele, the one I don't know what it's called. No, it's somewhere over the rainbow. Yeah, is that uh, yeah. brother. Oh, was it uh, Oz? Something? Yeah, Oz. Yeah, Oz. He died, I think. Yes, definitely dead. I remember I was down in Hawaii and saw tons of 
like CDs for him. When I was down there. Yeah, uh, they love him in Hawaii. It was great. Um, but yeah, uh, so that was going on. There was cake, and then like Megan had to help cut the cake. All all the granddaughters did stuff, and all the grandsons kind of just wandered around or help with other <laughs> random things. But uh, what happened? Oh yeah, well then people started getting there. And most of these people are people that my grandparents know, and a lot of them know me because I went and visited them a lot. Since I was the first grandkid, so they they all know me, but I don't remember almost any of them. And they're like, "Oh wow, I knew you when you were this high. Like you've grown so big." And like, "How are you doing now?" I'm like, "I'm doing okay. How are you doing?" And they're like, "Well, my wife passed away three years ago." I was like, "Ah, I'm not used to having to respond to like friends saying those types of things." So I'm not yeah. yet to stuff on responding to that. Yeah, when people okay, I don't know. Maybe that's healthy. I guess that is healthy because usually I just I, usually people I know just kind of like bury it. Like, how are you doing? It's like, oh yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Like, you know, regardless of what's going on in their life, like oh, I lost my job and you know I'm about to have be evicted, but I'm pretty pretty good. Other than that, it's I'm good. Bumps people out. You don't want to tell people that kind of stuff usually. Just, like, just waiting on the test results. Because it just makes it oh god, <laughs> it just makes it awkward. Like it did to me one time. Because uh, one time I got a "How are you doing?" and then after that I got a "What are you doing now?" I'm like, uh, well, I live I'm with con- my girlfriend and I'm for- conversing with you. <laughs> Currently, what are I'm- you doing now? <laughs> Do you know where you are right now? <laughs> oh, it wasn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Groundhog Day, but on a much smaller scale. <laughs> no, I was like, I'm living with my girlfriend. And I pointed over at her, and um, then she's like, "Oh, when are you two getting married?" I was like, "What? You don't just jump there? What? No!" But I don't know if it's just because it's something like if it's like, a, "Oh, you're living together? Are you married?" type thing, or just like a normal like question. But still, I'm expecting engaged they- first. <laughs> Yeah, are, they, are, they, are, are these people generally, they're much older, right? Most of them were, yeah. Yeah, they come from a different era, right? Where people were getting married when they were 15 years old, let's yeah, say. I don't know. 19 or 20. Yeah, somewhere in there. See, and that's when they started living together. But now people are getting married usually at later ages, but they still live together. I think it's a good idea to live together first because you don't know if they're going to be unbearable to live with. It's a different era. My parents were married at a young age. I, it was revolutionary. But then, you know, continuing with the trend, they were also divorced at a very young age. That's so what usually happens if you marry at a young age. Like Megan Unless I have, you're from, like, the 60s. It's like, oh. well, this is my choice. <laughs> they were too high to remember the bad parts in the 60s. Are, 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 you, are you suggesting everyone from the 60s was always on the drugs? Contact high. Even okay. if they weren't yeah, on the yeah. drugs, someone around them probably was. Just, just, yeah, just by, just, yeah, just by con- having contact with that decade, you know, slight, slight contact. Exactly, exactly. But uh, I don't know if it, yeah, if it was that or like the, Megan. I, I gave her like uh, just a ring present, not a "Will you marry me?" ring, just a ring present for uh, the Christmas slash anniversary because they're so close to each other. It's really convenient, but. Uh, uh, okay. And she wears it on that finger, and I didn't know this until Mom mentioned it. But it's, it's because if you're right-handed, it's not comfortable to you know use a pin or anything. Generally, if there's a ring on that in that hand somewhere, it can change oh. how you write. 
So you were on the left hand, and the ring finger apparently is the easiest one to wear stuff on, so you're not pointing or won't fall off the pinky. That's just that makes sense apparently. So I'm wondering if the if the person who asked me that looked over because she looked over, maybe saw the ring on that finger and just assumed we were, even though I didn't call her my fiance. I don't know, but that was awkward. I was like, oh yeah, uh, like when you get married. Uh, I don't know when we're getting engaged yet. <laughs> Hmm. I mean, that does seem awkward. Did that happen more than once? Uh, that happened once, and then someone asked if we were married. Okay, there has to be a way to sidestep this. Are you ever going to see these people again? Uh, some of them hmm. at okay. random well, things. That, that's going to throw it off. I don't want you to have to live a lie. I'm trying oh. to think of what you could say. Like, oh, I've been living with instead of a girlfriend, you have to say something else. I've been living with my state-appointed guardian. Oh, what? <laughs> they all know my grandparents, though. So. Oh, I see okay. them a lot. I've seen them again on Thursday. Been but, living with my roommate, who is also here. <laughs> hey, roommate. I just pull someone over? <laughs> that would have been too hard that's to my, do. <laughs> my roommate, Jeff. Uh, that's my uncle, though. Oh. Well, yeah, he was there, too. Live with your uncle. That, would, that wouldn't be too weird. I know, it wouldn't be too weird, but I, I mean, I, I'm not living with him, though. Maybe you guys could start a cool podcast together. <laughs> I'm not your uncle, what are you talking about? What? <laughs> <laughs> we started a cool podcast. <laughs> oh, you're okay, oh, you're right. <laughs> yes, that's, that's what I was talking I knew about. what you were talking about. <laughs> no, yeah, it's not, no, it's just, I'm not. Uh, but it, it, then, like after this is the same one weird conversation, and I've gotten this other part a lot of times. You know, so what are you doing now uh, after the girlfriend part? Uh, and I was like, well, I'm looking for a job because they usually like, oh, you're still in school, you're working somewhere. Like, I'm currently looking for a job, and then it's just really awkward silence for a little bit, and we move on. You oh. Turn it on them, you know. Answer their question. Where are you working now? <laughs> Have you? Uh, are you close to retirement? Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> How you many of your friends doing? are dead? Oh no! no. Don't do that. <laughs> that's, that's really mean. <laughs> what are you doing to keep your mind sharp? You know, so I hear it's important later in life to you know, keep your mind sharp. It doing is doing some Sudoku. Uh, nah, I don't like Sudoku's crosswords, word puzzles, crosswords, video games, watch, watch Lost, World of Warcraft. Um, play, yeah, play the World of Warcraft. <laughs> Football. Tell me. You know, in my experience, anyone who's um, a certain age, you can really buy a lot of time and you know not have to answer any questions by saying something really vague, like, tell me about the 60s. <laughs> oh, God. So I, didn't, I didn't want to buy time. I wanted to make all the answers short enough so I could go back to a table and sit down with more people who sat down to talk and ask me questions about stuff. Hmm. And so it was always really awkward for me. How many people were attending this party? Uh, they flowed, but I think there was at least 100 at one point. Wow, 100 at once. It was like in a convention center, a community center. Yeah, a, uh... Some new community center built in the small town of Paris, Arkansas. Wow. Th- this sounds remarkably like my great-grandfather's 90th birthday I went to in October. Ooh. It, was, it was at a community center and at a park. 
and we had name tags, and there were a lot of people, and I I fielded a lot of questions like that from people See? who claimed to know me, but I did not remember them. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of people know my grandparents because my grandpa is a preacher, and so he's gone to lots of different churches that I have gone like to whenever I was in town to go to them. So there were a lot of people that knew me that I did not know. Just the, my, my, my survival strategy was to find a group of people you're very familiar with and stick with them and move as a unit. I was with my brother and two of my cousins, and uh, it was good. That was part of the problem, though, because... One of my cousins the... wrote Kyle on his name tag, but his name is not Kyle. Oh, why? <laughs> I don't know, but people people went with it. It was kind of <laughs> eye-opening to see how many people... Like, like talk to him as if they knew him like hey kyle how's it going like hey wow you, you've gotten so much bigger kyle <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I have, like a terrible case of mistaken identity <laughs> hey, kyle i thought i told you weren't welcome here <laughs> what no i thought you were in prison i'm out Hey, hey, Kyle. The problem with sticking with people I know is that uh, Megan and the female cousins and sister were all like p- doing, not punching, we're all, I was about to say caking and punching, but no, they were all like pouring the punch or serving the cake. And so it was me and my two male cousins, and then one went over to like help his sister, and the other one was, uh, like I was hanging out with my friend, my, uh, my friend, my cousin Michael, who was the one that stole my birthday, who I had mentioned, I think, on the past few podcasts for some reason. But yeah, he stole my birthday. But um, uh, yeah, he was holding his sister's baby, and so like we were trying to hide there, but then we realized the baby was bringing people over. People yeah, saw the baby and wanted to come over and look at. It. Like, oh, where am I supposed to hide? Try to hide up by Megan at the cake table. Everyone came up and got cake right then. Mm. It was so unfortunate. It does sound unfortunate. Uh. The place I was at had an arcade area, so I went That's and hung awesome. out there. There was a Pac-Man machine, Ooh. a Galaga machine, Did your great and a and a weird golf machine where it has like the trackball. I don't know. It was weird. Either yeah. way, the it was still fun in the end, and the cake was good, and I've been eating it ever since, and it's gone now. And it was kind of cool. There are a couple people I did recognize, and that was cool. And there's apparently. Someone who at, was at the church at the time, or in my grand, granddaddy's church, who uh, when she she came to see me when I was born, and said she was my other grandma, so she could get in or something. <laughs> she was really nice. I liked her a lot. What about when the other grandma showed up? Oh, she, she was in town. Awkward. I think I was. Okay. I don't remember. I was like literally minutes old, so I don't remember. <laughs> Monk does. Monk remembers his birth. Oh, there's one guy who looked kind of like Newt Gingrich, but less pale. Mm. But so like a tan Gingrich. Well, he's already super pale, so it's hard to. No, all right. But yeah, but I, I just, Megan and I both noticed. They were like, "Oh my god, cool!" Just like we were at Chick Fil A one time, and there's a guy in a truck in front of us who looked a lot like Stephen King. Stephen King's doppelganger. It, it was. I, w- I wanted to get a picture. We we didn't notice at first. He just like turned his head, and we looked through the back window of the truck and looked kind of like him. But then he got out of the truck because we were stop. We were in line. He just got out of it to get a newspaper at the machine. Huh. And he like, oh my god, it's Stephen King, but it's not. But... He looked like he looked like modern day Stephen King. He looked or like young uh, Stephen King. Maybe like forty uh, year old Stephen King. Mm. How old Stephen King now? He's like pushing seventy, right? Yeah, I think he's really close to seventy if he's not already there. 
But yeah. Ah, Stephen King's old. Well, there's my story time. That bums me out. That he's old? That's my bummer patrol. Yeah, yeah, when someone someone that you perceive to be a, a certain age and you realize like, oh, wow, Stephen King's like 70. NPH, mm-hmm. he's like 90 years old. He looks really good for his age, though. Hey, yeah, no, he is. But yeah, that's uh, story time, I guess. No, that's fun. Are we calling it story time or remember when? <laughs> it's remember when, but it's hard. That sounds like I'm. I have to like continue the sentence with something. Story time. Story. All right. Man. Well, let's start. We have a very special uh, final segment to close the show, don't we? We do special education with Anne. Special, special, special. And and and. All right. A special report. A special educational report from listener Anne. From the faraway land of the Philippines. You go through the wardrobe. That's like a Narnia joke. I don't think that's the same thing. But yeah. Anne. Are we in the show? I'm in the show. I'm in the show. Where are you? (laughs) I thought we were taking a break. No, I'm here in the show. I want I want to workshop some uh, some jokes. I want to come oh, up with a good goof. Can, okay, no, no, it's fine. No, Let's we, go. We, we can do that. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, uh, so, listener Anne, she sent in a piece of audio that is highly educational. I think, but I have not listened to it yet. So I really hope it is. So okay, so we're not even sure what the content of this is. <laughs> no, but it's like this... eight minutes long, and I know we requested special education or a, a very special Anne segment. About education. An educational segment that is... Very special. Special because it's a limited edition, a limited run. Yeah, okay, so this is like a spinoff of her uh, her former former uh, voicemail about Thanksgiving in the Philippines, right? Yes. That, that. was yeah, that was very insightful. I enjoyed that a lot. And I think you she know, has a new story about monkeys or something? Did you know that cans of pumpkin are like gold there? Literally. I did. They use them as currency, and they melt them down to make coins. (laughs) So dumb. Okay. (laughs) It is. (laughs) But but in a really good way. Um, Well, all right. I'll play this audio now. Okay. Hey, guys. It's listener Ann here. Look, I know you guys don't have kids yet, but it's never too soon to start planning how you're going to traumatize them once you do have them. I'm going to give you some general guidelines, and then I'm going to give you an, uh, uh, an example case study from our own family on how to traumatize your children. First, why do you want to traumatize your children? you got to make sure they know who's boss. They will walk all over you unless you traumatize them. So listen up. Okay. First of all, you have to plan your mode of attack. In our family, we live in the tropics. So what can you use to traumatize children when you live in the tropics? Monkeys. One day over breakfast, the children started talking about what kind of pet they would like to have. And my husband suggested a monkey. At first, the girls were like, oh, I don't know, monkey, what are they good for? Because they were thinking like cat, dog, fish, you know, the standard. And my husband started listing all the things that you could train a monkey to do for you, to be some sort of like helper monkey, performer monkey. Um, And then we sort of good cop, bad copped it from then on, you know. And so I started talking about, well, a monkey, they can bite you. 
They can throw their poo. In fact, that's one of monkeys' favorite things to do is to fling their own poo. I mean, that's obvious. Everyone knows that monkeys like to fling their own poo. And so, of course, hearing that, my daughters were totally not okay with that. Monkeys were off the list. They made it clear, no monkeys. We were going to be a no-monkey household. And, of course, my husband was very disappointed to hear this at that point. And I was very relieved to hear it at this point because, you know, you never know what your husband might come home with. Maybe I'm a little traumatized, too. I don't know. Anyway, we set the stage. Monkeys. Fear of monkeys. The next thing you have to do, once you've set the stage to traumatize your children, is you have to have your eyes open for opportunities to carry out the trauma-causing incident. Now, again, in our case, we have access to monkeys in the wild, and we did a family weekend in this little town called Subic, which is northwest of Manila on this beautiful little bay, and they have, uh, there's an ocean park with dolphin shows, and then there's this other place you can go to that's a wildlife park, and there's tigers and they will feed raw tigers through the window of this vehicle you're in did i just say they'd feed what raw tigers they don't feed tigers to tigers they feed raw chicken to the tigers anyway um but anyway it's a fun little place to take your family and see different things and it's also uh it used to be a u.s naval base And so the roads are a little smoother, and they're wider, and the traffic's not so bad. And so it's about as close to the U.S. as you can be when you're here in the Philippines to go up to Subic. Anyway, another thing about Subic is it is partially jungle still. So you'll be driving through these hilly roads that are going through the jungle, and there'll be monkeys sitting on the side of the road. And they don't really fear people. In fact, if you pull over, enough people have pulled over in their cars and thrown food out to the monkeys that if you pull over your car, the monkeys will walk up um, and, you know, wait for you to roll down your window and throw food to them. So they're, you know, they're used to being fed like that. Anyway. We were there for probably three days, and we were leaving, and everyone had had a souvenir except for my husband. So on the way out, my husband pulled over on the side of the road after we passed some of these monkeys, and the monkeys started coming up to the car. And my husband turned around to the girls in the back seat and said, Girls, we didn't get me a souvenir. And the girls said, Oh, Dad, we have to go to the store and get you a souvenir. And he said, No. I'm going to get me a monkey. And in less than half a second, the girls went into total full-on terror mode. Not not just sort of general, oh, dad, or no, we talked about this. No, they went split second, red face, screaming, crying. Mom, don't let dad get a monkey. Dad, turn the car on. Pull out. We can't get a monkey. No! Just utter screaming terror. Now, if you're me, if you're a parent like me, you just burst out laughing at the insanity of it all. If you're a parent like my husband, you stay completely deadpan while all of this is going on. And it 
continue to explain your reasons about why a monkey would be an excellent pet and how it's not fair that everyone got a souvenir except for you. So eventually, it's awful. It was probably, we probably let this go on for over a minute, but eventually my, father, my husband turned the car back on and shrugged his shoulders sadly and pulled away from the curb and we drove away and the girls calmed down and and it was all okay and but that moment of terror that we inflicted upon our children has stood with them that was two years ago that that happened and they still to this day talk about what they're going to do if daddy brings home a monkey. And the reason for that is once you inflict the terror on your children, you have to have little follow-ups. Okay, so for instance, about six months after that, we decided to go ahead and get a pet. Uh, and so Adam tried to convince them to get a monkey and they declined. Um, so he said, fine, we'll get a dog. And he researched and found a, a breeder and he and I went to go look at the dog, and before we left, he said, you know, girls, the last dog uh, is this little boy dog, and we're going to go see him, but if we don't like him, it's the last dog the breeder has, so if we don't like him, we're going to come home with a monkey. And the girls were like, ha oh, ha, dad, sure, because, you know, six months later, they're much more worldly and understand these things. So we went and we looked at the dog and he was so adorable and we packed him up and brought him home. But my husband, after we pulled into our carport, went and got a box and a Sharpie and wrote monkey in big black letters on the side of a box and put the dog in the box and went up to the door of our living room and opened the door and yelled, girls, I got our pet. And they came running from their bedrooms and froze seeing the word monkey scrawled on the side of this box. And again, I was in the other room. I hadn't even made it to the living room yet, but I could hear them. Dad, what did you do? Dad, it was supposed to be a dog. What did you do? And then, of course, he put the box down, and, and it, was, it was Max, our dog, and they were very happy. But you have to follow up. If you're going to traumatize your children, you have to follow up like that. So... Now, our children are happy-go-lucky children, but every now and then, they remember that they can't completely trust what their father's going to do. they got to keep an eye on him, and they got to respect him. Because if they don't respect their father, he's going to come home with a monkey. And they know it. And so they behave. And so that's my parenting tip to you. Now... Another component to this is you have to start saving early to pay for the therapy bills down the line. So don't forget that. It's a crucial step. Okay? Hope you guys are having fun recording the podcast. And I will talk to you another time. Adios. That, that was fascinating. That was... If we just if we just put some music under it and polished it up a bit, it would be like a piece on This American Life. Ooh. Yeah, that that was and that was good. I I guess I've already been practicing for this because I try to find ways to traumatize Megan whenever I can. I'm not good at traumatizing people. I'll figure it out. Well, I'll it's find something. it's harder with male roommates because <laughs> mm. I can that can good end point. more in like punching sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
Whereas, like, with a girl, it's more like, ah! But, um, like, sometimes, like, uh, make them go in the shower, I'll reach in, turn off the light, and slam the door really hard. That sounds dangerous. She could fall. I know. I don't do that anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> we have a new bath mat. Like, I only did it whenever we have the new bath mat that isn't slippery anymore. Because okay. That's after good. a while, like our last one got really slippery, and they're like, "I better, I better not do that." <laughs> I don't want her. I would feel so bad if like she broke her neck or something. You think? No, but the stuff like how uh, she'll come home oh. with groceries, I'll hide behind the door, but I'll, I'll out of a bunch of pillows sitting where I am, usually covered with a blanket, so she thinks I'm sitting there. And she uh, she comes in, closes the door. I'm behind it. She goes to take the blanket off me, and boo, I'm behind her. <laughs> oh, this sounds horrifying. Just you talking about it. <laughs> I I didn't ever tell her I would get a monkey that would throw poop at her, though. That's true. That was that was great. That was a great thing. Can this be a recurring segment? Yes. Uh, specifically, just educational things, or about like traumatizing Anne's children. Any anything anything. Let's. If, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many of these gems somebody could have. How about to, if you to, have to any That's... any story that you think is massively hilarious, send it to us, and that it'll be not just like a special education segment. It'll be like our guest segment. It'll be like our This American Life segment. Yeah, it's this this. I don't like know. listener Ann filed this it? report. Field reporter, listener, and see that's how it works. I'll, I'll pass this on to my close personal friend Ivory Glass, and I'm sure he'll uh, put it on the radio. Exactly. Thank you, though. He sent me. That was amazing. At the beginning, it started out. You don't watch Burn Notice, do you? No. I'm gonna drop a really specific Burn Notice reference. Uh, sorry, in advance. In the beginning, when she was talking, like setting it up, like like the details, like well, when you're a parent, it, it sounded very uh, um, Michael Michael Wesson, like the interior monologue he does, like the spy tips. When, when you're a spy, you have to remember this <laughs> and that. It, it felt very uh, Burn Noticey. Like, I haven't done before it turned. What? Before it turned into oh, this very yeah. life. Go ahead. I haven't done anything. Um, as large as the monkey incident to Megan. I like, but... I like the commitment to the gag. I know. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't happen once. This is an ongoing thing. That's the best way to do I wish, I... oh, I've done some stuff like that. I wish I could remember them. I think it might have been on a trip or something. And I kept saying I wanted to pull over. And I always try to pull over in like the creepiest looking parts of towns that we drove through. <laughs> Like I, I really have no. Yeah, the, this, this abandoned here. this abandoned motel looks fine. <laughs> the hometown inn. Uh, oh, uh, there's a creepy road in town. It's not actually that all creepy at all. It goes like behind the high school, around like through like a field or something. I don't know. But um, we drove on it one time, and like I suddenly slowed the car down really low and turned the headlights off. Like, oh, why is what's happening? Like as if I couldn't help it. And then uh. When she was freaking out, I like tried to sneakily put in the Dexter soundtrack because the first song was really creepy. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, it sounds like you're good at terrorizing people. It's so fun, but that's yeah. So if you were here, Brian, we could work together to terrorize my girlfriend. I don't want any part of this. And when we have kids, you could be Uncle Brian or Unky Brian be- when they can't pronounce it yet, though. I don't want to be that family friend that gets called uncle. That's weird. I don't want that. Uncle Biney. Nope. Oh. 
How about second dad, Brian? (laughs) (laughs) It's only slightly creepier than Uncle Brian. (laughs) Grandfather Brian. Cousin? Cousin Brian? You say you're a monk and you'd be brother Brian. I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been thinking a lot about um, being an uncle. One of my sisters is having a kid. Oh, yeah. What kind of, what kind of uncle, what kind of uncle am I going to be? Be the funkle. What kind of uncle am I going to be? Funkle. The funkle? Funkle. The fun, the fun uncle? Yeah. Like, like Uncle Trent? Yeah, yeah, well, Uncle Totem. No, uncle, Uncle Totem? <sighs> I don't know. Be the Everyone funkle. has the cool uncle. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm the, I'm the cool uncle that has a Camaro and, ah. oh, not like that. Wait, isn't that that guy from Full House? Uncle Jesse? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uncle Jesse from Full House. No, don't be Uncle Jesse fun uncle. Like, both Have of my mercy. uncles are fun uncles. And there's stuff oh, like. Oh, you, like, like, you want me to be like Uncle Joey? No, yeah, closer to Uncle Joey. Just like hanging out, having uncle, a good time. Uncle, uncle Joey wasn't actually their uncle. No, Uncle Barney. <laughs> he was a family friend. Yeah, but if it's close enough, it might as well be. Like, Marshall and Ted might as well, like, they have the same kind of thing as brothers without all of the growing up, like, stress. I guess. We can't call him, like, bro. <laughs> you mean bro Brian to, to a little kid? Bro Brian. Bro Brian. Broin. Broin. <laughs> That's already Bro-in. a word without a G. Anyway, feedback, which we have to do because Megan's coming home with DiGiorno soon. Go wrap it up. Oh, we... Are you sure? I thought not, not, not delivery. It's DiGiorno. I don't know. We'll see if she comes home with a pizza. Oh, that sounds different. <laughs> she better not come home with a pizza guy. <laughs> <laughs> You've been replaced by this pizza guy. Oh, get out, bitch. <laughs> this is Jeff. Oh, Jeff the pizza guy. <laughs> your, 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 your kids will call him second dad Jeff. Oh, no, third dad because you'd be second. I don't want to be, ah, uh, no. <laughs> okay, fine. All right, well, uh, time for feedback. I didn't add this to the list of songs. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brian. It's painful getting through that. <laughs> so, uh, so, I'm more, like, like you're passing a kidney stone at the moment you're trying to segue. I am. <clears throat> no, uh, make it to DiGiorno because we're starting a tradition starting tonight, I guess, because you have to have at least two for a tradition. Um, it's going to be hanging out and eating a DiGiorno and watching Alcatraz. Oh, is that, is that a tradition? Okay, Welcome yeah, it's, uh, it's like that's my that's my tradition. That's, that's I call that I call that every weeknight. You eat DiGiorno and watch Alcatraz every weeknight. Every weeknight, we don't. No. DiGiorno is like a special event for us. I don't. DiGiorno. DiGiorno is a high class frozen pizza. What kind of DiGiorno do you get? Uh, pepperoni. Just pepperoni, ultimate pepperoni. I don't, I don't know. Well, we get one that goes like like we got and cookies the last time, so there weren't tons of selection. I think we're getting and breadsticks this time. That is such a crazy thing to me. It's like, uh, who you know, it goes together well, pizza and cookies. I thought it was weird too, but it was really delicious afterwards, so it didn't matter. What's weird is the pizza and wings. W y n g z. Yeah, they're wings. They can't spell it wings like normal because they technically aren't wings. They're fritters or whatever. Yeah, they're not chicken wings. That's so weird. So legally, according to the FDA, the Drug Administration, they're like, no, Uh, sorry. Darn regulations. Fan mail. Sound. 
Good news here. Oh, great. Thanks. What's this? A letter for me. Nice. So what goes first? You have to give your tradition a good name, like Craft and Croft. Uh... Um... Uh, what's Trent? Let's hear from Trent. Uncle Totem. Uncle Totem has something to say, and here it is. Top of the morning, Ben and Brian. This is Trent from the Mannerscast, mannerscast.com. Proudly featured in the city of Allen, Texas Public Library, uh, volumes one and two. So I have a happy hour pick that uh, you reminded me of, reminded me of, because uh, it's, it's a mound, isn't it? Mound. The uh, the wah wah thing wah wah when somebody has a little uh, goofy moment on a podcast or whatever it makes me laugh. What makes me laugh even more is the wah wah that seemingly will never end. So somebody says something goofy and the other person goes That you just keep going on and on until everybody in the room kind of wanders off. So that's my happy hour pick and my bummer patrol is when all the Christmas and Thanksgiving leftovers are finally gone. The day you realize you can't have any more leftovers is a very sad day for me. All the happy food, green bean casserole and cornbread dressing and turkey and gravy and sweet potato casserole. Oh, man. All the goods. Uh, My Netflix pick is Enemy Mine. Enemy Mine, starring Dennis Quaid and Louis Gossett Jr. It's a heartwarming story of an American astronaut who lands on a different planet, crash lands, and so he has to survive on this planet and makes an alien friend who then has a baby that he has to raise. Oh man, it's so good. Some of my favorite uh, one-liners are from this. Uh, probably has a lot of nostalgia factor on it as far as why I like it so much, but uh, that was one of those I watched over and over and over when I was growing up. Enemy Mine. See uh, Netflix near you. And uh, I hope you guys keep happy. Thank you, Trent. Manusguest.com. Oh yes. Also, I am. Uh, I will also thank you for that because I will clip out your wah 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 thing, and it might become the next check it out. I'll start playing it during podcast, and it'll just keep going and going and going. Enemy mine. Enemy, Enemy mine. mine. I don't have to. I've never even heard of that. I'll check it out. I'll uh-huh. add it to the list. It's on the queue. Q's Q? My Q. Your Q. Okay. Might be on Q's Q. Uh, Q. It's not on Q's Q. What Q? Is it on your Q? Q Q's call. What Q didn't call? Oh, we need to stop. We can't. We can't take this any further. We could. Well, we have an email from who do we want to go with first? Neil Orange Peel. We have. 
multiple emails. Okay, what does Neil have to say? (laughs) Maybe. No, uh, we have one really sad one I'm going to save, I think, for a future special one. Oh, from Q. Yeah, we have a special one from Q we're going to save. Yes, we need that later. We're also saving the Ask Us Anything from Q. Yes, we'll save that for a good one, too. Uh, Neil Orange Peel says, Hi, chaps. Whatever. Happy New Year. Hope you're back to norm, normal uh, normality. I'm reading off the TV now, so it's harder to read. After all the festivities, my happy hour this week is Netflix, now available in the UK. Seriously? Cool. <laughs> Impressive. Which would be great. Only thing is, my bummer patrol. This week, again, is internet speed, which is so low I can't watch anything that's streamed on my computer. I'll give you an idea how slow my connection is. iTunes was giving away free downloads over Christmas. I started downloading the pilot of House on January 6th. It is now January 15th, and it still has seven hours remaining to complete download. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm concerned for him because these podcasts are not small downloads. Sorry. How long does it take to download a happy cast? <laughs> yeah, oops. <laughs> Sorry. I try to compress it to make it smaller, but oh, Neil hates me now. And then he attaches a Photoshop entry, which apparently are getting harder and harder. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, I don't blame him. He goes, stay, keep happy. Neil Orange Peel. Oh. And we have the picture. Sorry. has a bunch of screw hugs, uh, helicopter toilets, buffalo wings. Oh, I haven't seen the new one. Ah, you should. Either now or when it's on the blog. The tumble. The tumble log. The tumblog. We have one more email I'm going to read from Ooh. Selena Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whoever added us to that mailing list, I think. I'm not totally sure, but. Uh, Congrats. Come on, Ben. Just, don't, 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 don't play it off. Really? You added us to the Selena Gomez mailing list. I'll get, hold, on, hold on. I'll do that in a second. I'll tell you why I did in just a second. Wait, you actually <laughs> did? Yes. Hold on. Oh, I was just, I was just kidding. Oh no. no. Oh, okay. you know, the thing might explain it, but it, it's We're for the upcoming podcast over. It's for the segment I'm planning on doing. I'm waiting for a special guest before I do that. And I don't know when the heck that's going to be, but whenever. Uh, it says, congratulations. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for participating and helping me create my new fragrance. You have picked raspberry as my top note, purple freesia as my heart note, and vanilla as my base note. What? <laughs> what? This, this, this is insane. I, Why are we... Wait. It's for the segment I'm planning on. I'm also pleased to inform you that you are one of the lucky 100,000 voters to receive a sample of my new fragrance fragrance before it hits department stores. The sample will be shipped to the address you provided when registering. What? That's right. What? Why would you want to? Why would you want a sample of that? Because I speak. I'm working on my free thing segment. I already have a nice collection of free things from Five Hour Energy to a calendar from the FDA. No, not the HD, FDA. The UDIC, something like that. Somewhere in the government of about how to keep your birds healthy. I have hmm. body training well, DVD. I have a zombie wow. from the CDC, and I'm going to have a Selena Gomez fragrance. And apparently, if I stay tuned, 10 lucky winners will be flown to New York to make the final decision. <laughs> My fingers <are> crossed. 
Oh no! Come on, that would actually okay. That actually sounds kind of uh, super weird, but like funny. The the visual image of you you <laughs> went the ten lucky <laughs> winners. Just think of the podcasting opportunities. Wow, uh, I think I think I think I don't. Know, I think frag- fragrances do not actually make great podcasting. Well, I'm about the smell of it. Fodder. I could talk about my trip to New York with Selena Gomez. Uh, uh, okay, we're uh, let's no. Okay, stay happy. What? No, you can't close it out there. <laughs> okay. Well, good luck, Ben. I hope things go well for you. See y'all next week, or whenever. Thank you. Thank you guys for joining us. It was good to be back and do a new show. Yep, we'll do another one sometime. Hope it went well. I think Hope so. it went well. And we're like about an hour and a half, pretty good. Oh, and if you have hilarious stories, send us, send, us, send us in a nice guest report. If it's a long one, like the monkey one. Is this, is this any for anybody or just for anyone, listener? Anyone. anyone. But, uh, because like, uh, a lot of people have like good little stories, but a lot of them fit within two minutes. Like... Uh, Trent's one about the kid who drank the ashes from the cigarette. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a good story. If you have a nice long, uh, or like not long, under 10 minutes. <laughs> under 10 minute hilarious story like the monkey one. Send it in and the top results may make it into the finals. And we'll send you $10,000 if we use your submission. In pennies. Mm. Ben and Brian might not actually do that. Will not. We will. Okay, well, Maybe we've had not. a lot of fun today. <laughs> we talked about socks and tea and water and anniversaries. That sounds boring. So. <laughs> <laughs> this week, Ben and Brian talk about socks, tea, and water. <laughs> and anniversaries. Oh, yeah, we've re- hitting, hitting those hard-hitting <laughs> topics, having a lot of fun with this one. Oh, what should the title be? Any pre-guesses? Uh, something about overall. Yes, the overall. title. Overall, best over best. Mm, no, I'll I'll send you some suggestions later on. All right, and if you're listening, you don't care about this because you already know the title. Yep, it's true. <laughs> you can <laughs> tell us what you think the title is. <laughs> the title is cryptogram. It is for something that has to do with something else. Yes, but uh, thank you everyone for listening. We do greatly, greatly appreciate it. And thank you, Selena um, Gomez, for choosing me. I think, yeah, that that too. Uh, be sure to send your feedback to happycastfeedback at gmail.com. Um, check us out on iTunes where you can leave a review if you so choose to. We have um, a blog. On, we're on the Tumblr. We're on the blog spot. Um, call us. Uh, seven, seven, happy, none. If you see the episode, no. The blog spot is just for me uploading stuff now. If you want to respond to polls or like listen to it streaming or whatever, do that on happycast.tumblr.com. Okay. The blog spot is like Good a secret enough. place just for the feed to pick up now. Because you can split yes. your votes between the two that way. There is a poll of our last No News Is Not New News on the Tumble log. And you don't even have to be a member for that. You just vote and click. Yes. Well, it seems like it could be easily gamed, but okay. And maybe a C-Box near you. Yeah, one day, we hope. Yep, one day. Well, so they... I hope you guys check us out next time. Check it out. And we'll still be here. We're not going anywhere. So until then, keep happy. Stay happy.
the Happy Cast is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Whatever happened to predictability? The milkman, the paper boy, evening TV. Wah, wah, wah.